Welcome to the Move With Purpose podcast. My name is Troy. And my name is Paloma. And we're here to bring you along on our journey of finding ourselves and discovering our true purpose as, as we evolve. Hi guys, welcome back to the Move With Purpose podcast. My name is Troy Simone and today episode 9 is going to be about moving with purpose. So clearly that's the title of my podcast, but I just really want to break down the meaning behind it and where it was derived from because it's so important that we all move with intentionality especially in these upcoming seasons of our life um so one day i was having a conversation with my friend paloma and we were talking about the podcast about like starting one how she had the idea of starting one how i had the idea of starting one And when we were just talking about it one day, like our ideas were so in sync that we were like, oh my gosh, like, should we do it together? So we prayed on it. Like we, you know, we, we talked it through and that's what we decided to do. So when we were thinking of a name, um, it just flowed out of her mouth. Like she was just saying it in like normal conversation. Like, yeah, you know, when we move with purpose, we can do this, we can do that. And I was like, that's it. She's like, what? I was like, the name. She's like, what name? I said, move a purpose. That's that's going to be the name. She's like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, oh my gosh, yes. So then from that day, we just knew move a purpose is the title of this podcast, right? And the fact that it clicked for both of us, it was just instant alignment because our head, like we, like we both knew what it meant. We knew what was meant by it and we stood on it. So to break it down further for me personally, I feel like we all come into this life to serve a unique purpose um, and assignments. Like, I feel like we do have, like, an overall purpose, and we also have assignments along that way. So whether it's, like, through the power of our voice, um, through our talents, our gifts, and even, like, sometimes, like, having, like, a big heart is, like, a big piece of yourself that can be ultimately, like, leading to your purpose. And, like you know, God gives us these powers, these abilities, these talents, and we may sleep on it. We may sleep on ourselves or we may choose to like put it into action and use it. I feel like we also have the tendency to question ourselves, our gifts, our abilities. We try to change our shape to fit in like where we don't belong. We're never quite satisfied with exactly who we are and where we are in life even down to when I look at like my friend Brittany and she's telling me her her body goals I'm like girl you look amazing like I'm like people pay to have the body that you have but to her she's like oh no girl and for me people look at me and they're like oh your body's perfect and to me I'm like no no it's not so it's like we're never quite satisfied with what we have quite frankly until it's gone so I've learned to recently like accept me for who I am accept my body accept my mind accept like how I'm different and ask God like how can he use my me and my abilities or to me my limitation my limitations to my advantage and to serve him so I feel like we're all just living in this world going about our days and we haven't quite tapped into our like deeper selves and what we were really placed here on this earth for It's all for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And for me, 
I told, I told you guys in um, what, like the second podcast that I started this 90 day journey of spending time with myself and bettering myself and learning myself so that I can understand life better and I can be more content with where I am and have more peace. And it's, and it's really been working. So I'm going to just like tell you guys a little bit about that. Um, the more that I've began to learn myself as a woman, I feel like I have an impeccable amount of peace. I have so much peace that whatever doesn't bring me peace, it disrupts like my body, like it disrupts my my spirit i get stressed i get anxiety i get overheated and that's when i know okay something's off something's wrong so (laughs) something that me and god (laughs) me and god something that me and god have our little uh, not our little our big relationship he has a way of humbling me in a way that only i can understand just like he has a way of also showing up and humbling other people, but you may not quite understand that yet because you haven't spent that time with yourself nor with him to know what that is, right? Because a lot of the times God will humble us in ways that we don't even realize it's just a test and we take it so personal, we get offended, we get um, confused, we scream, curse, yell at God, like, why is this happening to me? But it's not really happening to you. It's really happening for you. And until you can go through life obstacles and figure out the lesson that was learned for that obstacle, or I'm sorry, figure out the lesson that was learned as a result of that obstacle, then you're going to continue to uh, to face these same problems and obstacles because you can't advance in certain areas of your life until you pass certain tests. Because if you fail that test now, well, a couple months down the road, you're gonna fail it again and again and again. So until you show God that you're capable of understanding what he's doing and like, you know, through even the good and the bad times, we tend to pray only when things are good, but when things are bad too, you know? Figure out what he's trying to show you, figure out the lesson behind that so you don't have to endure it again. So for me, God has a way of taking my clients away. (laughs) So crazy, right? Taking my money away, taking my clients away. (sighs) Threatening. I feel like my business gets threatened. I feel like, what am I going to do next if I don't have clients? But God uses something that is very important to me to get my attention. For example, so today is Wednesday, the 21st. Uh, September and God I literally had a client today at 10 a.m. and she was a no call no show in my five years of doing lashes I probably have only had three or four no call no shows so like once a year so when it happened I was like all right (laughs) all right God what's up what you trying to show me what's going on and I realized like I didn't have clients Monday. I didn't have clients Tuesday. And here we are Wednesday. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'm back at it. Then I no call, no show. I was like, all right. So clearly there was something that I was supposed to do on Monday that I didn't do. Then Tuesday came, didn't do it. 
Wednesday came, clearly still didn't do it. And so he's continuously wiping my clients away until he gets my attention. So here, he has it. I drove home crying, I was frustrated, didn't understand. And so instead of being angry and just letting it out on myself, I decided to play some gospel and just like worship in my car. And it's like the second the beat started playing, I just started crying. It just came over me, I just started crying. I'm like, I just started praying. And here I am, sitting in my leasing office on a Wednesday at 2 o'clock and just talking to you guys. Because what he has shown me is that my voice is my power. And I'm very young, but I'm very knowledgeable and wise. And I have a lot to share with a lot of people who may not have experienced as much. And I'm grateful to be here. So that's just me and God's thing, when he when he's trying to get my attention, he takes with my clients, and it works every time. So figure out what it is that may always get disrupted in your life, and try to ask God, all right, God, I won't take it personal. What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to redirect me to? What are you trying to present? Who are you trying to take out of my... You, you never know what it is, so just ask God for understanding and peace, and I promise you, he will give it to you. Don't be afraid to move in faith and to take risks. Um, because for one, no weapon formed against you will prosper. And for two, like, God has your back. So if he already said that you cannot fail, then why would you be scared to take risks or to advance in life or to do things that are out of your comfort zone if you already know that you're covered? Okay, so for example, like me, I was always afraid to start a business before I started one at 19 I was I was like oh my god like that's not for me like <laughs> but at the same time I prayed for change because I had so much back pains that I can't work a regular nine to five so when the opportunity presented itself I rejected it I was like no mm-mm, I'm not gonna do that it's almost like God threw me to the wolves like he had to show me that you are more prepared than you realize you are. You're already equipped. You may not feel like you're ready. You may not think you're ready from the outside looking in. You may not even look ready. But I'm telling you that you have my word and I'm going to show you. So whenever my Instagram one day went crazy, all these girls started to find me and DM me and try to book me. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not ready. (laughs) I was like, how are they finding me? And then come to find out, my very best friend, Madison, she put me in a big uh, Facebook group, and that's how they found me. So I didn't, I didn't reject that. I didn't tell them, oh, no, I'm not ready. I trusted the process, and I trusted that I would not fail. So I took it, and I excelled, and here I am five years later, and I haven't stopped. And that was simply me walking out on faith and walking in my purpose and not questioning God's will for my life. So just be intentional, you guys, about trying to figure out who you are and what your assignment is so that you can be fulfilled in that alone. A lot of people go through life and they find temporary voids and temporary happiness and money to cars, clothes, fat, like all this stuff that literally holds no weight. And that's that's why you may see that a lot of top celebrities or, or actresses are ultimately the ones who take their lives away prematurely because that's a sign that money is not the key to happiness. 
And I know we can make a lot of changes in your life, pay a lot of bills, change things, but it's not the key to happiness, especially when God is calling you higher, especially when like God is your provider. If he can provide for the birds and the bees, it's like, why would he dare neglect you? So I read the scripture or I read a, um, um, a chapter in Sarah Jake Roberts book. It's amazing. It's called, um, the book is titled, Don't Settle for Safe. And it read, it's important to recognize that the external successes in life are, are not necessarily a reflection of a healthy soul. In fact, many people are able to capitalize on their insecurities by creating outlets that attract popularity and wealth. So that's just a prime example of people hiding behind the physical things, the, the temporary things. And from the outside looking in, it looks so good. You see these happy couples getting on jets, doing all this, like buying Birkin bags. And it's like, you only see what people are presenting to you on the outside. You don't even understand how hungry their soul is for like peace or companionship or true love because they may not even love themselves. You have to love yourself. And so yeah, based off of what Sarah said, um, like the part that really got me is people are able to capitalize on their insecurities by creating outlets that attract popularity and wealth. Well, a lot of this popularity, a lot of Instagram followers, a lot of um, I know him, he know, a lot of like even the wealth, like having all this money hiding behind the green, it's like that just creates bigger insecurities because now not only do you already feel how you feel about yourself and nobody else may know, but now you're adding arrogance to it. You're adding temporary fulfillment to it. You're adding this, what's, what's the word? Um, bougie to it. Like you're adding all these things to continue to portray this idea of, ha this false idea of happiness that's not really there. You're, you're, you're putting on chains and on jewelry and driving these cars to look a certain way, to look happy, to look successful, to look fulfilled. And you may be, don't get me wrong. But what is your soul really talking about? What about when all these cameras go off, all these lights go out? When, what about if Instagram shut down? Would you still be investing in the things that you're investing in? Buying these bags, buying these cars, getting these um, jets, these PJs, like... What would you really be doing behind closed doors? Like who, who, who is the real you when the makeup comes off, when the weave is out, when the, some people can't even look in the, in the mirror in that form because they don't love themselves quite enough. So there you go, you, you search in the world for things that can love you. And when those things fail you, you feel like a failure. When those things fail you, so here we go, we look in the world for temporary fulfillment and it will never come that way because it's temporary. So when they eventually stop, when it eventually stops stroking your ego and when it eventually stops, you know, taking the pain away, you're faced and you're left with the real you. And then there you have to determine, okay, who am I? Am I happy? No, you have to deal with you. You're the only person if your boyfriend left, if your boo left, if your best friends left, who are you at the end of the day with nobody to hold your hand? So if you don't build on you, 
then what are you going to do? Um, the other day, my friend went into this alteration shop and the, and the lady, the owner in there, she told her, she was like, you're, you're beautiful. Make sure you preserve your beauty. And my friend was like, wait, what? And she was slightly offended. She's like, what do you mean by that? And she was like, no, nothing bad. She, she, she began to explain that she was married for 30 years, had a couple kids. And then out of nowhere, after she helped her husband, you know, kind of make it to her financial level and they were winning together, he left her for a 30-year-old woman, 32-year-old woman. And she can only imagine how devastated she was. Like, And she said that her biggest regret is not loving herself enough while they were together because she relied on his love and on, her, and on her kid's love. And everybody else's love she relied on instead of her own. So it's like if you don't have enough intentionality with yourself, then whatever you are investing your time in and other things, it's, it's, it's not going to last and it's going to fail you. That's why whenever like we may have friends that we are no longer friends with, sometimes it's hard to walk away because we've invested so much into that person. We've loved that person. We poured into that person. And we may feel like that wasn't reciprocated or we got the short end of the stick when really you should have been giving yourself the stick the whole time. You should be loving you through the duration of other relationships. Because if not, you will continuously lose yourself. So God's purpose for us cannot be threatened. It cannot be, it, it, it will not change. He has multiple ways of trying to get our attention to show us what it is that he wants us to do. What it is that can make us permanently happy in his, you know, in his presence and in his peace. The things that we seek in the world, they're right in front of our face and we overlook it because it's not shiny enough or the grass is greener on the other side or you see a happier couple or hap it's like, no, appreciate the portion that you have and ask God, what is it that he has for you? What is it that he wants to show you? And, and he will. You have to sit still enough. You have to be quiet enough. Life just moves so fast sometimes, and we always want to be a part of the mix that, <sighs> wow, hold on. And I have to pull up the scripture that I read last night because it just hit me when I said that. So I feel like I'm going to read it now. It said, it's funny because this, I saw this scripture on my friend's phone when she was showing me something else. She has the Bible app, so it pops up on her phone. And I was like, wait, go back to that other screen. And she showed me, and it, it really resonated with me. Proverbs 19.21. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. So, like, for me, I have been trying to decide if I want to move and get another apartment in Atlanta or if I want to go back to my parents and just stack up and save and humble myself. And, you know, I just want to, I'm trying to decide what's best for me. And after looking at my bank statements, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get this apartment. <laughs> I'm just going ahead and get it. <laughs> and so then it's like, I, I came across this, this verse coincidentally. Mm -hmm. 
And it, it just reminded me that we may have so many plans in our head. We may have all these dreams of being this, being that, having all this, having these houses, these these cars, this this marriage by 23, these kids by 28. Like, And he says, many are the plans in our own minds, but it is only the purpose of God that will stand. So you can think and move what you and do what you think you want to do. But only God's purpose will prevail. So you may do some things that's out of God's will and it may not flourish. It may not work. You may be confused and distraught and I've worked all my life. God never told you to work all your life for that. That's the problem. We're moving out of obedience. And until we walk in purpose and move in obedience, the plan's not going to work. Because it wasn't meant to. So that's why when I had to learn that the hard way, when I had to learn that the things that I thought I was investing all my time and money into and it just was not working, I would lose so much money. I would question me. I would question God. I would question my everything. Until I, until I now wake up each day and I'm like, all right, God, show me, show me the, the plan. Show me the plan for the day. We go day by day. Show me the plan for today. Tomorrow is tomorrow's business. So I wake up and I, don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect. I definitely like have my moments where I'm like, oh, I'm going to go do what I want to do or go smoke hookah. But overall, there's intent behind what I do. I'm, I move off of my intuition and my guidance. So overall, I feel like this was just a very powerful message. And I actually recorded this episode before I, I recorded part two of last week's episode because it was just really on my spirit and like I said my my power is my voice and if I ever feel like God has took me out of work today and brought me here today to talk to you that's what I'm going to do every single time and I really hope this resonates with you guys and I hope you can leave a comment reviews um and just tell me what you think but there's definitely more to come Stay tuned. Season two is coming soon where I will be interviewing other individuals. And I really look forward to it. So don't forget to like, subscribe. Our Instagram is move with purpose without the E. And yes, so you guys have a great week. Thank you.